Hi everyone, it's Alex here and welcome to my podcast. I really hope you can't hear it, but there is really heavy rainfall in the background, um, which has put me in quite a traumatic mood where I'm share where I'm ready to share my emotions and feelings and be very real with you. Although I try to be real in every one of my episodes. Um, this one is going to be about something that I'm pretty sure is on everybody's minds right now. And it's a lockdown situation. It's the, the pandemic, the fright associated to it, um, staying at home. Uh, the fact that it's way more difficult than many of us have anticipated. I'll also tell you the things that I was supposed to be doing right now how I'm uh, kind of reshaping my future and I'll tell you my tips for staying sane, for staying healthy, for staying active and for hopefully coming out of this whole situation um, wiser and mentally stable. So um, if you're up for that, do keep listening. I also think it's really important that we get through this together and we keep real with each other about how we feel, um, the things that we're doing to cope and the things that aren't going to plan exactly. It's time for the alcohol interlude and today I'm having a glass of red. It's a wine that was actually gifted to us and it's a Pinot Noir. I normally wouldn't go for it because it's not my favorite um, kind but this one was, as, as I said, was a gift and actually it was a very nice surprise. It's called Hunky Dory got a lovely blue label and it comes from New Zealand and for a red I would say this is extremely light and um, acidic as well it's got a lot of fruity flavors cherry strawberry raspberry plum and it's as I said a very light red wine so if you normally find reds a bit too heavy for you maybe this would be a good option to go for to begin this episode, I'll tell you the situation that the pandemic had found me in and where I ended up, why I ended up here, um, etc. So if you'd listened to my um, Travel Horror Stories episode, you're probably aware of the journey that I went through to get back to Poland from France. Mid Mid-March, I was still in France enjoying myself and I, um, due to the um, my mum, who was really, really afraid that the borders were going to close, I came back to Poland, which was actually a really good thing to do because they closed the borders a couple of days after I came back and apparently it was really hard to get the plane tickets and get through the border itself. So I came back, I'm now in my family house with my mum and my brother, the house that I was born in, um, it's back in Warsaw and I haven't lived in this house for six years. Um, so you can imagine that it's obviously quite hard and weird for me in a way to be back here after having been gone for so long. Um, Obviously, I'm extremely thankful to have a place to go back to. This episode is not um, made to compare myself to anybody or kind of, you know, complain about my situation because it doesn't, uh, it doesn't make sense. It just, it's just here so that I can share my feelings about this and so that uh, I can tell you what I think. And so I'm back in my house in Poland. I was supposed to be in Florence right now, uh, starting my master's in luxury business that I applied for 
a year and a half ago, I applied for my master's in January and I couldn't start last year because I was still studying. So I was, I waited and I, I waited for so long. It felt like forever. And now it seems like there's going to be even more waiting. Um, or, or actually the situation might change completely and there might not be a place to go to. Um, obviously, this is quite a negative scenario and I try not to take this uh, into account too much. But I do realize that Italy, uh, where I was supposed to go, is in such a difficult position right now that it might not be possible to uh, move there anytime soon. In terms of the masters and the school, um, the communication is kind of difficult right now because I'm pretty sure they're not really aware of what's happening themselves and so uh, I'm not really aware of what's happening at the moment. As far as I know right now schools aren't supposed to be opening until September so um, I'm supposed to be waiting until September at least. And I found myself jobless um, without any kind of perspective because I thought I was going to be doing a master's in Italy and here I am without a different idea of what to do with my life. This is obviously, as I already said, not the most difficult situation I'm sure that anyone's in at the time, but um, I found myself kind of clueless and without really knowing what's going to happen over the next couple of days and over the next couple of months. Unfortunately, these kind of situations are really harmful to um, self-perception. And even though I'm a person who really thinks of herself highly, uh, and I don't want it to sound in a, in a narcissistic or selfish, but I do, I value myself and I see uh, my skills and my abilities in a very positive light normally but in this particular situation where I'm left without um, a clear future I found myself really struggling with um, the concept of me as a creative and I don't know if it's happening to anyone else who maybe is also a creative or doesn't have a, a technical skill but I was thinking you know I kind of I have a lot of abilities and I can do a lot of things um, to a certain extent, but I don't have one particular skill. Like, you know, I can do Adobe, but I'm not as good as a graphic designer. I can, I know the basics of computer science, but I'm not a computer scientist. I can't develop a website or, uh, or program or, um, do all different sorts of things. So I have a lot of things that I know about and I kind of do, but there isn't one particular skill that I'm great at. Another thing is that uh, in the times of such crisis, I've also started to kind of question back of my head the sense of the fashion industry and the luxury industry that I dream of working in. And uh, this has led me to a lot of reflections. This has led me to a lot of breaking points. And there were times when I thought, you know, is being this kind of renaissance man really a way to that that uh, is going to enable me to achieve what I want to achieve in the future. After all this thinking, however, I went, I took a step back and I thought to myself, do you know what, Alex, you're great at many things and it means that you're flexible, adaptable and you can pretty much learn um, anything. 
if I ever start my own business, obviously that would be really beneficial because I have the skills to do it and the skills that I don't have, I can learn them. Another thing about being a creative is that creativity applies to many things. It doesn't just apply to making cute paintings and, you know, social media posts. It also applies to um, problem solving and analytics and finding solutions out of the box. Um, another thing is that even if you possess a technical skill, you're never the best person at it anyways. You know, if you're the, if you're the best person at something, it means that you're in the wrong room. So the kind of struggle of thinking you're not good at good enough at something it kind of hits anybody even the biggest experts in their field and I'm saying all this because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who's doubting um, my skills and who's doubting my whole career and my uh, career perspectives and dreams so if you found yourself um, questioning your own abilities as well Go back to it, think about those things that I just said, and maybe you'll look at it from a new, different perspective and angle. There is this really famous meme going around. Actually, I'm not sure if it's a meme. You know, I have a younger sibling, okay, and he always criticizes me and says that I use the word meme in the wrong um, sentence. So I'm not sure. Maybe, you know, it's an image. <laughs> it's, it's something on the internet that says if you don't come out of this quarantine with either and there is something along the lines of a skill, some more knowledge and then starting something that you've been putting off, then you lack discipline uh, rather than time. And well, it's had a lot of uh, reactions. I think a lot of people uh, I saw share it, shared it, and I sort of said, "Well, that's really that's true," you know. And then a lot of people uh, have also criticised it, and I've seen some articles written by psychologists who argue that this is kind of putting pressure on this, uh, on us being efficient and productive, even in the times of crises, the times of mental uh, instability. And, well, I'm kind of torn because on one hand, I completely agree that kind of that pressure for unnecessary productivity and being over-efficient, not human, uh, got us to this point, you know, this is why we're here. Um, because we're not acting human anymore, we're not acting the way that we're supposed to act, but we're kind of using our strengths uh, and our power for the wrong reasons and for doing the things that aren't important in a way. But on the other hand, what I know from my own example is that for me, if I'm not doing something, if I don't have a clear goal in my mind, I tend to go insane. And uh, at this time, having something that I need to do, having a routine and doing things on purpose and kind of putting some sort of discipline and pressure on myself is what's keeping me together. And... This can obviously be kind of taken from both sides and both perspectives, but for me, I try not to take this whole idea too literally and just apply it to myself and see what works for me. Um, again, what I do know, it's, it's psychologically proven that for us, for humans, it's easier to have a clear purpose, to have a clear sense and to have some sort of um, habit and routine uh, that helps us to get through the day.
as part of keeping that routine and keeping keeping myself occupied, I have a couple of things that I'm trying to be doing during the quarantine that I found are really helping my sanity. And um, number one thing that I do uh, is actually this is something unexpected I think is doing things out of my comfort zone I found that when I'm staying at home I often I'm often taken away from the challenges that I used to have you know I'm kind of in my safe zone in my known environment so I need to learn how to take myself outside of it and put myself up to a challenge again so to me um that is an important part of growth and the things that I'm doing as part of this are gardening. Believe it or not, I hate gardening and I know that doing something that you don't like can sometimes be a fantastic exercise for your spirit. <laughs> that is obviously taken from some uh, philosophers but I had found that this really applies in my life. Doing things that you don't like very often can lead to um, growing and developing and learning something new uh, that you wouldn't necessarily think of doing. Um, another thing that I'm doing is learning uh, some computer science as well, which, which is again, computers are not something that I'm good at and everything that I do on a computer requires some sort of struggle and effort from me. So I'm really learning to kind of um, get a hold of the basics so that learning the more advanced things would become easier. A part of that was making my filter on Instagram. Again, that was a big challenge because normally with some, especially with new softwares that I'm not aware of and I don't really know how to use, I am just awful. But this time I made myself sit through it, learn it and do something. And I think it's an excellent tip that's going to bring you a lot of satisfaction and a, pr a proud moment as well, you know. To sort of go against the things that I just said, what I'm also doing is the things that I love. You know, these are difficult times. It's important to keep yourself happy. And who knows better than you yourself the things that make you happy. For me, I'm doing, uh, I'm cooking, which is the number one thing that I really, really, really love. I'm also baking. Uh, I'm not the, the best baker, <laughs> to put it very nicely. So I'm kind of learning to, I enjoy it. I'm just really bad, but you know, I'm still doing it. Now's the time. I'm reading a lot. Actually, I'm going to be putting some books that I'm reading on my Instagram very soon, or maybe I've already done it. Uh, so uh, watch out for that. I'm expanding my fashion knowledge too. Fashion is something that I am passionate about, of course, and the fact that I've, you know, studied it and I've worked in it doesn't mean that there is no things to learn. Of course, it's the opposite. There are still loads of things to learn about. And I think it's always, we find ourselves, we find ourselves kind of, if we know a lot about something, we don't really develop within it. And I'm trying to do the opposite. So lots, lots of fashion books as well. And I'm taking on some marketing projects too, um, with, uh, that includes digital marketing and Google Analytics and Adobe as well. So the things kind of, um, I'm merging the two zones, the zone that I'm comfortable with and the zone where I'm really not that great, but I'm improving, I'm improving every single day. 
one thing that I'm doing to keep myself feel good, you know, I'm not going to go into the details about keeping a routine because I'm sure you've already read that in 10,000 um, articles about the coronavirus lockdown. So I'll tell you what I'm doing. For me, re- a really important thing is um, keeping my body and my spirit uh, aligned. So I really try to make myself feel good through my physical form as well. And what I mean, you know, this might sound very trivial or frivolous or whatever, but I do think that when you feel good, when you feel confident, when you feel pretty, you tend to um, feel better on your mind as well. You know, everything is lighter and easier. So I, you know what, if I want to do my nails or my makeup or something as shallow as that, I do it. I take care of myself, I work out, I eat well, of course I indulge as well, but I'm trying to kind of do it to the point where I still feel really, really good with myself. If I want to dress up to the shop, I will. I don't care what people are going to do. I don't care how people are going to look at me. I do it to feel good with myself and with my body and uh, with my spirit as well. There you go. As easy as that sounds, uh, it's so important to do the things that feel right at this point. This is the time we can use to reconnect with ourselves and do the things that we've always wanted to do but we're too scared to do. We're slowly coming to an end of this episode. I am really sorry if this was a bit too rumbly or chaotic, but I was trying to keep this episode as authentic, as real, as raw as it could possibly get. This is exactly how I feel. These are exactly the things I'm doing. Uh, I hope that this gave you some courage or some inspiration. And I will talk to you very, very soon, probably on a bit of a lighter topic.